Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Lucinda and Sydney, a successful young couple in New York City theater, hire a young French woman, Genevieve, to carry their child, three months of three months pregnant and beginning to have second thoughts. Genevieve travels to New York to meet them and spend a long weekend together. During an unexpectedly intimate experience, all three must confront their own boundaries and vulnerabilities as they develop a profound connection that will culminate in a startling emotional moment. That is the premise behind Human Affairs. It is uh, opening at the uh, Slamdance Film Festival in just a few days from now, and we are honored to have with us the writer and the director of the film Human Affairs, and that would be Charlie Burns. Charlie, welcome to Film School. Thanks for having me, Mike. I'm happy to talk to you. Uh, yeah, this uh, is a film of such intimacy and such compassion, really, there's, for all the characters. One of the things that's so... Um, endearing and wonderful about the film is this ability that you show in the writing and as well as in the uh, direction respect for everyone in the film and and that is a huge part of the film but let's talk about the origins behind uh, human affairs first yeah absolutely well thanks for saying that that means a lot to me um the origin actually came from an image that i had um, these three people um, who were in this very precarious, close, intimate relationship. And it was just an image of them standing there. And as I started asking myself what that image was about and got curious about how they related to each other, the story of surrogacy emerged and um, kind of snowballed from there into the film that you've seen. Surrogacy is such, yeah, it's one of those things that is sort of a byproduct of modern man, modern technology, our ability to do this, to have this something that uh, becomes part of sort of the human experience that wouldn't have been here 50 or 100 years ago. And th th that is a, such a interesting a dramatic device that you've, you're deploying in this film. And it's one of the things about the film is it you play you play it out very well i mean what sort of i guess my question is going forward when you made the film when you were writing the film i should say and putting it together mm -hmm. uh what were the what were the different sort of human emotions that you envisioned in in this as such a important dramatic device in human affairs that's a great question. And what's so interesting about surrogacy is that although this is a radically new technology and changing the way we go about reproducing as a species, it's also a technology that dates back to the book of Genesis with Hagar, Sarah, and Abraham. Mm -hmm. And although, although it wasn't in vitro fertilization, it was pretty much the same relationship of, of um, carrying the child or a woman who couldn't conceive. Um, as far as the emotions go, I think, for me, what was most interesting is surrounding this question of boundaries and, and, and 
where we end and another person begins in all of our relationships. And that kind of goes to the very question that interests me about how we kind of define ourselves as a self or as an independent being. Because so often we are actually made up of the people around us. Um, and so as, as far as the emotions that come out of that, I, I, I think that it, it's very complex. It's sort of it's the emotions of being alive and being conscious and having thoughts. And of course, all of the feelings that would come from having a child or being a parent or falling in love, but but also just sort of the wonder and awe of being is something that mm-hmm. I experienced and was hoping to convey. Yeah. Well, in the film, one of the things that you do with the surrogacy is, I don't know how unusual it is, but it certainly works in the context of what you're trying to accomplish with the film, is the surrogate comes to spend time with them, which mm-hmm. I, I don't know mm-hmm. how often that happens. I'm not an expert on surrogacy, but that... And in that moment, or in those few days that they're together, this is the film. So much transpires, and a lot transpires in ways that are very compelling and understandable. Um, mm. But but that introduction of her into their lives in such a intimate setting uh, is uh, is is the catalyst. And also, yeah. al- along with that, I, I'm sorry, but along with that, you, you've in the in a very short period of time, you're able to introduce to us in the characters a lot of backstory, including with Dominic's story. And it's very subtle the way you do it. I really appreciated how you introduce sort of this this attraction, this what happens involving um, uh, the surrogate and and the and the husband in, in this in the film in the story. Uh, what is his well, he talks about the connection and and is losing his connection to youth and to to people around him. It comes up across in many different ways in the film, but uh, I just thought the way you were able to introduce this, these sort of backstories into the film was um, was really well done. Tell me a little bit about that process and and how you how you sort of went about doing that in in the film. Yeah, I mean that came that came out of really. Um, a need to to understand these people in, diff- in a different way, and the film developed very organically in the process of making it, as opposed to being, you know, merely a script that was translated to the screen and executed and just cut together and produced. Um, so through the process of editing and um, questioning what what we needed to know about these people or what we could contribute to their storylines. We developed methods of kind of infusing them with more backstory or motivation or whatnot. So so some of the voiceover were things that developed out of the image after we shot it and, you know, trying to understand what about this person that was sort of latent in the script, unspoken, should be brought to the surface to help the story. Um, and you mentioned earlier something about surrogacy and her visiting the couple. And what's so interesting about surrogacy is that there really are no formulas for how for how it's done. And some surrogates will live with the intended parent. Some surrogates will never, ever meet the intended parent and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And so visiting for a weekend is not uncommon. 
checking in, having weekly, you know, it depends on a lot of factors, but it's really as complex and, and um, unpredictable as, as sort of any relationship you could imagine at this stage. So yeah. there's an opportunity to explore this new kind of dynamic. There's, there's terrific, um, there's a terrific sort of dynamic in place with all the three main characters in the film. And obviously to do, to be able to, to bring, to, to really bear that kind of the level of intimacy that you're asking of the characters and of the actors, uh, and is crucially important to the film. Tell me a little bit about the casting of the film. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, a certain kind of person has to be interested in a script that asks for such intimacy. Uh, and we were so fortunate to have a cast that was willing to go to very, um, very intimate places. And we had a casting director named Jessica Kelly, who's a wonderful casting director, you know, for Hollywood and independent film. And she... She just has this intuition for people who who are willing to expose themselves and take risks and sort of be fully seen. And in the film, Carrie Condon, who's just a remarkable Irish actress, she's in three billboards outside of Edwin, Missouri. Dominic, who has a really extensive and impressive career on film and television. And Julie, who comes from a very different school, of acting, namely no school of acting. She's, she's, um, she had acted really once before, 10 years prior, in a film by Bruno Dumont. Um, but the thing that united the three of them, an Irish woman, a French woman, and this man from Wisconsin, was a willingness to get intimate and deal with uncertainty and ambiguity and precariousness and 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 all of the things that this kind of script asks for. So that was so thrilling for me to be to bear witness to as a director. Boy, they're terrific. They really are. I want to remind our listeners Thank we're you. speaking with Charlie Burns, the uh, the director of the new fil- the film coming out at the Slam Dance Film Festival opening night film festival uh, opening. I should, let me start that over. Opening the uh, the Slam Dance Film Festival called Human Affairs, and um, yeah, this is really uh, all those things that you said about the the, the dynamic quality of them. And Julie uh, Sokolowski is just a remarkable uh, uh, actress. Uh, she is. It's her face. It's her mannerisms. It's her ability to convey emotions with her eyes and her that that sort of special quality that actors have. All I mean, everyone here is good. I don't mean to just to to diminish anyone else's uh, performance, but hers is so fragile as well. It's a, there's a combination of things going on in her in her performance that are just very difficult things to be able to convey, and she is just amazing in this role and uh now that's a testament to her as an actress but also as as an as a, the director of the film to be able to to bring that out and also and i wonder this is where i want to introduce sean price williams in, into our conversation because getting it's one thing 
it, to be in word and performance, but it's also be able to capture it on film. And boy, we are just standing eyeball to eyeball with these people for a good part of the film, and it just really, really works well. So in addition to Julie's performance, but let's talk as well about uh, your cinematographer, uh, Sean Price-Williams. Thank you so much for bringing both of those people up. And, uh, you know, well, look, some people are just born with genius, and I think that Julie Sokolowski was just born a genius actor, and I don't mean to speak in highfalutin terms, but she she doesn't have to do anything, and she she doesn't have to try, and yet she is instantly truthful, captivating, and I'm so pleased that you acknowledge her because I feel the same way, and um, and we can tie that into Sean in an interesting way because what developed over the process of making the film was that. Sean and I noticed what was going on with Julie internally being so compelling that the camera actually started gravitating towards Julie and the film actually became more centralized around Julie's character. Um, and that wasn't planned at all, but we just, we were present to what was happening, you know, on the set and in the image and we couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't say, okay, uh, you know, you're great, but we're going to look in the other direction. We just have to really investigate her. And, and Sean, um, Sean is like the, the North Pole of cinema, of independent cinema, and certainly New York cinema. And he is the binding force of that universe. And that's because of his skill as a camera person, also really his humanity. And so... Yeah, we could talk about his images, which are really astonishing, and yeah. I'm so blessed to have them in the film. But also, it's the, it's the person behind the images, right, that allows for those images to be. And he is really an invaluable um, collaborator for any filmmaker. Any filmmaker who has him on his or her side is, is just blessed because yeah. you're going to get authenticity and you're going to get truth and beauty and so i am so grateful and i I love that man very much well charlie i want to also i mean you really utilized him well i i just i and i know the importance of the collaboration between a director and a cinematographer to be on the same page with somebody especially somebody as talented as sean price williams is has got to feel just like uh, you got you want to get out of bed every morning to run down to the set because inevitably he finds things at least it seems to me watching his work, and I've watched everything going back to Beetle Queen conquers Tokyo. I've so oh, first, yeah? yeah, I saw, I interviewed, wow. uh, yeah, I interviewed uh, the director whose name just left my head for uh, Jessica. To, yeah, Jessica. That's right. She for for that film, and I was, I told her when I saw the film, I said something really special happened with you and the and the cinematographer. This is really really great stuff. I've seen you know Kate plays Christine, all of the Alex Ross Perry films, all of the Sadfi. Uh, films as well, and he is just remarkable. And um, is he, is he looking to direct, or is he happy to be a cinematographer? Mm. Well, maybe not. Maybe that wasn't a great question. Let's just. No, it's a good question. It's a question <laughs> that I'm interested in too, because because Sean has directed. He directed a feature, co-directed a feature called Eyes Find Eyes okay. that played at La Carna last year, although it was made many years before that. And 
um, yeah, look, he he can do it all, and he has a sensibility of a director. Um, he supports directors. Yeah. I think he is liberated by being a cinematographer because you know he can focus on one aspect of the process. Right. And um, I think what what makes him so special is that he's he gets so deeply involved with the director, myself, with the, the material. Yeah. And cares about it so deeply and lives inside of it, you know, for the whole process. It's not a casual thing for Sean. You know, he's a real artist, and it, 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 it's not it's not anything but his life's work. You yeah. know, it, it's like what defines him as a being. So he takes it very seriously, yeah. and yeah. that's that's rare to come across, especially in an industry, quote unquote. And um, yeah. he deserves all of the accolades that he seems to be getting lately. Yeah, and and again, to your credit, you utilize him. You really, I mean, you've got this amazing asset, and from the very first shots of the film, uh, it just feels like you're so present in the film, in, in the characters' lives, and 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 I think that's another thing. I mean, in addition to the sort of ability to work a camera to make all this stuff happen in very close quarters that's one thing it's a talent and he's great at it but it's also this way of getting a shot that pulls you right in in that moment into whatever is it that's going on that it i don't know why it feels different when i see his work i honestly can't quantify why that i feel that way but when i see his stuff especially going you know working on good time and um and heaven knows what those were those were films that man, they shot. I mean, they had no budget for heaven knows what. What I'm sure, and and to just run around and get such quality work out of out of uh, you know such a you know meager resources. It's just a remarkable gift. And um, I'm sure your film was not a big budget film, uh, so you were really mm-hmm. working close to uh, you know close to the the uh, the ground, if you will, on getting what you got from everybody. Um, yeah. Yeah. Human Affairs was a micro-budget film, and it was my first film, and I made a lot of mistakes, uh, to be honest. I, I, I was highly imperfect, and, um, and what I can say is that if, if I'm, I was lucky enough to have very, very skilled people around me, and I think wise enough at times to just get out of the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, just let Sean or Julie or Terry or whoever it is do what they do really well. And on some level, that actually is what directing seems to be about. And so I'm not going to downplay that and say, oh, I just got out of the way. I think it's actually hard to get out of the way and allow people to really flourish. And as I think about whether that's what directing is about, I also think if that's just what kind of being human being is about uh, and getting out of getting out of our way for our life to unfold um, without the burden of too many concepts. Yeah. I love your film. I, it's it's just, again, I mean, it's one of those movies when I see, it's, it reminds me why I do what I've been doing for the last 11 years with the with film school and, and the show because it, it's because of films like Human Affairs, the opportunity to shine a light, showcase uh, wonderful work as well as uh, new artists is, is really uh, such a great, it's an honor to be able to do this. 
And when I see films like yours and some of the other films that are just uh, just such a there's such a project of love there 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 you can just tell that these this is something uh, that uh, you felt a real strong pull to tell this story and whatever flaws you may have feel felt like you you know uh, were a part of this process and your from your point of view uh, boy it comes across as an exceptional film um, on this side and uh, uh, I uh, congratulations on the opening night at slam dance and uh, and and uh, what you've done here. It's a really, really terrific film. Oh, thanks, Mike. And look, you've been doing this for 11 years at film school. That's, that's an in, enormous contribution to, to filmmaking in general, to independent film. And I just want to acknowledge how important you and, and people like you are to this, to this whole organism that is producing work. And so, thank you, you know, I'm really grateful to speak to you and, and your passion and, Insight is so um, fruitful, really, and helpful, and I'm grateful. Thank you. Um, uh, moving uh, now, as the film, once we've kind of gone to uh, Slam Dance, are you have you had any overtures from uh, from a wider distribution? Are we waiting for for something to happen um, at at Slam Dance? Yeah, well, we have a fantastic sales agency, XYZ Films, is representing the film and. There certainly has been interest, but um, too soon to say what's going to unfold. I'll be curious to see what happens in this precarious landscape of independent cinema. Um, but Slam Dance is a really fantastic uh, platform for films like this, and and to have their support means a lot, and I think will, at the very least, help the film play at other festivals and reach the people who would be interested in it. Yeah, I think it will do very well. The for people who are interested, they can go to the website, which is human-affairs.com, and find out. I'm sure you'll be updating the uh, the site. Is there anywhere else that people could go to find out more about the film? Is that the best yeah. place? Go ahead. That's a good place. I have a website that has some information, which is just charlieburns.com, b-i-r-n-s.com, and um. Facebook, I'm available. Happy to talk, and uh, yeah, yeah, we'll try to keep keep updating people. Check out his uh, Facebook page because it's got an interview with Terrence McKenna. And if you don't know who Terrence McKenna is, you should. And <laughs> and uh, I guess as you put it, the last earthly or human was it the last that interview is called the last Earthbound interview. Earthbound. Uh, I guess it was his interview before he died. Right. But, right. Uh, if if you're not interested in surrogacy or human affairs, that, that's fine. Just, just get interested in Terrence McKenna. Do something to yourself. One of, one of the more remarkable uh, 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 people you'll ever hear talk about the human development and mankind and all kinds of different experiences that Terrence went through in his life. It's uh, he's quite a quite an interesting person. Well, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, come back. Um, whatever it might be, I don't care what you're doing for your your next project, but I know you'll you'll have many more. And um, I want to one last thing. I want to congratulate you on the way that you ended your film, the la- the last part of the film. I've never seen mm-hmm. that done to the extent that you did it, and I thought it worked beautifully. By the way, I just want to get that in before we 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 say goodbye. But I thought that took uh, some. 
um, it's just different. It's a different way to end the film, and I just wanted to. I just thoroughly enjoyed it, and it's sort of in keeping with this sort of uh, the the frailty of humankind and the, the transitory nature of our existence, and all of those things. And it kind of wrapped it up in a in a beautiful way. So I, I thought that uh, uh, so. Charlie, thank you. Thank you so much for the film and your your time today. Uh, the film, again, is Human Affairs. The filmmaker is Charlie Burns. It's opening at the Slamdance Film Festival, a great place to go if you happen to be in Park City uh, this Friday, uh, January 19th through the 25th. That's when it will be uh, in part of the that festival. But wait for it. Look for it when it comes out um, in, in your theaters or in whatever form or platform. It's well worth your time. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Mike. I look forward to talking to you again. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 